Hello again, fellow nerds. My name is Monica, and welcome to another episode of Hopelessly Nerdy. I meant to put out an episode last week, um, but uh, things got a little bonkers, unfortunately. So, um, and I promise I'm going to try and be more regular and recurrent going into the future. Um, there are a lot of interesting things to cover, including last week's poll about the DC fandom. We've got new updates on the Loki series that is coming out, along with some other very interesting Marvel-oriented news going on in the MCU, including a first look at uh, some leaked images from the Eternals film that's coming out this, uh, later this year. We also have the updated list of Nintendo's releases going forward through the rest of the year and a little bit into next year as well. And Walmart is putting the foot down on trading card sales. This one's going to be really, really interesting. So a lot of stuff going on in this episode. I hope you enjoy it. First thing we're going to take a look at is we're going to start with the... DC fandom poll that I posted to the Hopelessly Nerdy Twitter account at Hopelessly Nerdy. Pretty easy to find. And uh, I only got one response out of all of that. And uh, one person voted that they are excited for Black Adam. So, hey, thank you for responding. I truly appreciate it. And uh, thanks for letting me, thanks for giving me the feedback. I always appreciate feedback when it's given. And um, I'm going to think about uh, what kind of poll to put up, and hopefully I'll have one ready to go at the end of this show that I will post and have that run alongside this week's episode. Maybe something with regards to uh, the Loki announcement that came out. But uh, first things first, I do need to make a side note. A couple weeks ago, I did my episode, and I was talking about the trailer that came out for Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings, and this is a side note because I think this is important that um, I'm pronouncing everything correctly, and the star of the film has put out a tweet of a friendly reminder for this month being Asian Heritage Month, and um, of course, I want to be correct and, and be proper and do the respectful thing. And he basically gave out a pronunciation guide for his name, which is Simu Liao. Or Liu, sorry, excuse me. Simu Liu. And of course, the name of the character he plays is Shang-Chi. So again, my apologies for my mispronunciations a couple of weeks ago when the Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings trailer came out. Simu Liu, thank you so much for putting this thing out here. You're never, ever going to hear this podcast. If you ever did, I would be absolutely floored because you're awesome. And I'm a huge, huge fan of what you're doing. So there we go. I have corrected myself. My apologies for my mistake a couple episodes ago. Or excuse me, last episode. So keeping in with the Marvel vein... Let's talk about that Loki news. What's the big deal? There is a 
bit of a little video announcement from the show star himself, Tom Hiddleston, that uh, Loki is going to be getting a bump. No longer will it be coming on Fridays like WandaVision or Falcon and the Winter Soldier, but as he says in the clip, Wednesdays are the new Fridays. And the date, the release date for Loki has been moved from June 11th to June 9th. So it's going to be a little bit earlier than we were expected, but still a change in date is an interesting thing. And maybe this will be the poll that I run this week. What do you guys think? Do you prefer your Marvel shows on Fridays or is Wednesday going to be worth it? I think it is an interesting changeup given that we are, in fact, dealing with the god of mischief himself. So having a different date to kind of separate him from the other heroes that we see in the MCU and all the series that have come out, this is going to be an interesting take and development. A lot of new shows usually do drop on Fridays because everybody will have the weekend to binge them. So moving to Wednesdays kind of puts you a little off kilter. Like uh, maybe Loki's messing with the timeline still himself. So we'll see what happens. Uh, But again, yeah, I'm going to post this on on Twitter. I think this is going to be the poll this week. What do you prefer your shows releasing on Fridays or Wednesdays? What makes more sense to you? So... Again, if you want to participate in the poll, just head to Hopelessly Nerdy on Twitter and it will be pinned to my profile so it's easily findable. So, uh, and of course, there will always be an option on there for other if you prefer a different date for your TV series to drop on. And uh, while you're at it, let me know what you're looking forward to from the Loki series. We've got all kinds of wonderful stuff going on in there including the entire rest of the cast, Owen Wilson playing Morbius M. Morbius. He is the uh, secondary main character, I believe. And then, of course, other great artists and actors in this as well. Um, And again, forgive me if I'm mispronouncing these, Gugu Mbatha-Ra, Sophia DiMartino, Wunmi Mosaku, Um, And again, forgive me if I've mispronounced those. And Richard E. Grant. I am going to work on getting better at pronouncing names. I should know better than this. I have a broadcasting degree. Why am I being an idiot? (laughs) Sorry, tangent. Um, And this is, of course, the next upcoming series from the streamer. We do have more along the way. Miss Marvel and Hawkeye, both of which I believe have finished wrapping on filming and she hulk and moon knight of course currently in production and miss marvel i'm kind of excited for that because they have announced the new the name for captain marvel 2 it is going to be called the marvels and the s at the end looks like the s in miss marvel i don't know if anybody caught that but that's a really cool nod to the fact that we are going to be seeing carol danvers Monica Rambeau and Kamala Khan in this show or film. So we're not just getting one Captain Marvel, we're getting two and Miss Marvel. It'll be really, really interesting. And I'm personally excited. Yeah, the name is a little different, but it kind of encompasses what's going on in that in that film. So it is I it makes sense to me. 
Let me know if it does or doesn't to you. You can always give me your opinions at Hopelessly Nerdy on Twitter or hopelesslynerdypod at gmail.com. The next little Marvel Universe thing that's going on, and no, I'm not doing this to try and slight DC fans. I, I know there's a lot of stuff going on for you guys as well. However, it's I'm not finding it as easily as I'd like, unfortunately. Marvel's kind of got the promotion thing down, I think. The next bit of Marvel news, a leaked bit of footage from what looks to be the Eternals trailer has been released. And wow, does it look impressive. And the one part everybody's impressed with, Angelina Jolie. Her character, Thena, or Thena, I'm not exactly sure how to pronounce it. We'll get the full breakdown when the movie is released is wielding what looks to be one of her signature weapons, an energy sword. Now, uh, this, of course, has been posted all over Twitter at this point, and everybody is talking about it and super excited for what is going to come. And you can tell just by looking at the few clips we saw, not very much action aside from the sword, but... Wow, the visuals still look very crisp and very clean and very eye-catching. I love the use of color that's going on. It just, I'm really, really excited. And we are getting this movie later this year on November 5th. So a little bit of the hype train is beginning to start rolling as we get closer to that release date. I'm pretty sure we're going to get a full trailer very, very soon. And um, this is going to be incredible. A very, very awesome. I'm looking forward to it for sure. All right, let's take a, a look at another aspect of the Nerdosphere. Now, the reason I focus on Nintendo and stuff is because I am a hardcore Nintendo gamer. Uh, if you happen to run into Anthissa while playing Splatoon, that's A-N-T-H-I-S-S-A, then, hi, that's me. I promise I'm trying not to be an idiot. And um, I'm doing my best to assist the Raymaker as much as I can. I promise you I am. All right. <laughs> Nintendo has upcoming release schedule for 2021 with room for more. And, that, and both release schedules have been posted. One for the United States, Europe, and one for Japan. Of course, different places get different games at different times. And uh, I do know that in Japan, I think it's a cultural thing that games are released on the weekends for sure to prohibit people from skipping out on work. So that could be an effect of um, why that's done. So I don't know. I could be wrong. All right. The list as stated for the United States Europe starts with new Pokemon Snap. I am not going to include that. Essentially because it has already released as of this recording. It released um, five or six days ago as I'm recording this. After that, the next game is going to be Famicom Detective Club The Missing Air, May 14th. And the other half, The Girl Who Stands Behind, both of these are Famicom Detective Club, will release the same day. Metopia on May 21st. DC Superhero Girls Teen Power, June 4th. Game Builder Garage, June 11th. Now, I have heard people say that Unreal Engine is free if you're interested in building your own game. 
So that one's going to be hit or miss. Mario Golf Super Rush, June 25th. Legend of Zelda Skyward Sword HD, July 16th. I'm looking forward to that. Late 2021 for Pokemon Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl. I'm really looking forward to those because I did not get to play Diamond and Pearl when they were originally released. Pokemon Legends Arceus. The hype on this game. It looks gorgeous. I am so excited. That is going to be an early 2022 release. Project Tangle Triangle Strategy. Temporary title. That is going to be... 2022. Splatoon 3, the other game I am really, really looking forward to. 2022. Uh, but we kind of knew that as well. Hopefully more details about that game will come out. I definitely look forward to covering them. And then of course we have three TBAs or to be announced. Bayonetta 3, Metroid Prime 4, that's the temporary working title, and Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild sequel. Also, temporary working title. It's looking awesome. There's plenty of room in the list for uh, more releases during the course of the year because the only solid dates are into July. So these might and probably won't be the only games releasing throughout the rest of this year going into next year. I do like here that we have Metroid Prime 4 and Breath of the Wild sequel listed in this list as well, because this means that if we don't get it by next year, we're going to get these games very soon at some point. My guess, I'm going to say no later than um, summer 2023. Now that's just me guessing. I could be wrong, but... It's looking really, really good for Metroid Prime 4 and Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild sequel. Speaking of gaming, Mar the Walmart, I will get these things right in my head. This is the last little article for this episode. Walmart is allegedly suspending trading card game sales. This is a wild bit of information here. A notice that has been... Um, I guess leaked involves a mandate that uh, coming from a quote unquote inappropriate customer behavior and increased demand. Though, um, as this article on bleedingcool.com says, nothing has been said on precisely what behavior has been. So we don't know why, but this is apparently a thing. There is a notice here as well. They have a sign. They say this is a sign put up in a Walmart stating that vendors are barred from stocking trading cards for the time being. And it, it's got the Walmart official logo on it. It says, attention trading card cards vendor. Trading card categories have been removed from the sales floor and sales of these items have been suspended due to inappropriate customer behavior and increased demand. Please do not stock these items until further direction from management has been given. Question and comments can be directed to the management team. Thank you, store management. This embargo inflict or affects, excuse me, is it's affecting all card games, including but not limited to Pokemon, Yu-Gi-Oh, Magic the Gathering, and Digimon card game. Now, Target has had some issues too with the the cards being bottlenecked supply-wise. 
And that also includes baseball cards. So they've been having issues with those as well. I think, in my opinion, looking at this, one, we have no date on when this is going to be lifted. So if you want any of these trading cards and games, you're going to have to go online for them now. You don't have a choice unless you've got a comic book shop that stocks them because I don't really see them anywhere else. I may see like a deck on occasion, a pre-built deck for Pokemon at Walgreens, but otherwise nobody else really carries these, especially in rural areas. So you're kind of limited to online merchants now. There Again, there is no list as to when this is going to be lifted or what exactly is going on. And if you're lucky enough to have a local comic book show, store or card shop that didn't get hard hit by COVID, then hey, you're in luck. But uh, this, to me, looks like backlash from the recent bubble, I, is all I can call it, of streamers opening Pokemon cards on Twitch and whatnot. And it is basically backlashed because you didn't just have Pokemon streamers doing Pokemon cards. You had people who didn't even do anything with Pokemon at all doing card breaks. And you got into this situation where now we have people scalping these cards buying them at their normal prices on Walmart and Target, and then just skyrocketing the prices on eBay or Etsy or what have you, thus causing a supply and demand problem, especially where people who play competitively are concerned and people who are actual genuine collectors are concerned. This also happened when... McDonald's did the Pokemon cards with the Happy Meal toys. You saw a lot of people just buying cases of the cards and paying for that or going to the drive-thru and buying 50 Happy Meals just to get these cards. And the demand for these cards... Now, you may be thinking, why is the demand for Pokemon cards so high? One, there are still people in lockdown with nothing else to do, and they have found cards. And it's something they can do on stream that people are going to watch because it has generated a lot of attention. The other thing is this year marks the 25th anniversary of the Pokemon Company and Pokemon in general. So a lot of cards came out, especially the ones from McDonald's, and they had a... Pikachu emblem that was created for the 25th anniversary. And anything that is marked for an anniversary of any kind is going to have a quote-unquote higher markup on it. Therefore, if you can get a hold of it and just jack up the price, people are going to be willing to pay it because it is an anniversary item. So this, what we're seeing essentially is the negative backlash of people like Logan Paul doing Pokemon card breaks on stream. And me as a Pokemon fan, a Pokemon player, I have, I've been through a couple of different elite trainer boxes that I've gotten for myself. 
I got my kid brother and sister into the game. We've got cards galore. My brother, my younger brother, has been in it for years and years. I remember taking him to Pokemon League meetups back in the day, and um, it, it's crazy. We're seeing this card craze happen, and it reminds me of Beanie Babies, you know, back in the day, and or when. Um, Pokemon first came out and the holographic Charizard was a really, really big thing. My brother actually had one. And, uh, in a moment of, I don't know, childhood stupidity, accidentally traded it off to one of our neighbors. <laughs> and he's, he kind of kicks himself for it every so often, but yeah, he's a big card collector and I have seen him drop 50 bucks for a single card just to get the set and make sure he has it completed. So scalpers are taking advantage of people like my brother and it is, it's a nightmare. Hopefully things will kind of calm down. The card craze will just kind of chill out. I know that uh, when Shining Fates was released that getting them online was near impossible. So who knows? We'll see what happens Hopefully all goes well. All right, that's going to be an episode. And again, I'm trying to do these pretty decently, but uh, not take up all of your time. I hope you enjoy all of this. If you are interested in sending me your questions, comments, concerns, anything you want me to cover or talk about, anything you want to say in general, just hit me up on Twitter or on Instagram. Hash, the handle is hopelessly nerdy. You can also email me at hopelesslynerdypod at gmail.com. Thank you so much. And I hope you have a wonderful time of day it is wherever you're at. I'll see you all next week. Nerd out. Nerd out.